This podcast kind of banging episode 105 brought to you by the good people here. This podcast kind of banging. Same people you expect. Uh, still Charlie Chain and got my guy. Bear with me here. You. Yeah, a little brief hiatus. We'll get into what that was about or yeah. maybe we won't. But uh, yeah, I figure we might as well no. for the, the few folks that rock with us heavy. So I guess when I say what's been going on, like answer that question. It's been that's a rabbit hole. Nuts. Um, definitely want to start with the, the rest in peace to Georgetown legend coach John Thompson. Mm-hmm. He recently mm-hmm. passed away. AR credits him with saving his life. Yeah, and his Hall of Fame speech, he said he saved his life. Mm-hmm. Legendary coach, um, coached Georgetown for damn near my whole life. I think his son coaches Georgetown now, right? Yep. So that's pretty cool, um, keeping in the lineage. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, John Thompson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in. He got game, wasn't he? Didn't he, he have a spot yep. and he got game? Yeah, and definitely gave off the feel if he was for the people and the culture. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. gave us some legendary players, stand up guy. Not that I know him personally, but just off of what I've seen, mm-hmm. them legendary battles between Georgetown, Syracuse. Just seeing him on the sideline with the. Uh, Towel. The towel on the shoulder, mm-hmm. like he was really getting into it. a really, really great coach. So you know, shout out to John Thompson and all his former players. I know everybody's been sending out, like you know, is it is it possible that he made the, that towel popular by chance? Because I know the larger gentlemen have that t- those type of towels in the summer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Summertime when it get warm, you got to get your you got to keep a rag. Yeah. Which is trippy because my pops is wild skinny, but he's and like, he's too. keep a rag. He say one thing, and listen, well, it I, might not be about your size, it's about how much you sweat. Sweat, yeah. yeah. And like one of the things that it's funny, like when you realize what sticks out to you, like some shit that people tell you. When he was when I was younger, he had the two door century. He used to always leave the house and say, "Yo, you, whenever you leave the house, you make sure you keep a bottle of that cold water and a rag." And my pops is from the south, so that's how he. That's me mocking that's his accent. Yeah. And to this day, like, I have endless bottles of water in my truck, and I'll keep a rag in there just because whenever I'm leaving the house, I hear that. Because like, you don't want to be nowhere in that, that damn sweat. Like, or if I'm in a car with him, he be on some, damn, boy, you ain't got no rags in here. All that sweat. Look at yeah, you. Yeah. Like, I, damn, I can definitely pop. stand to uh, live by that because I sweat profusely, and I never have a rag. No, I got to keep the rag yeah, on. Got to get, gotta get mean? my rag game up. It's never too too late to start something. Never. But, uh, yeah. Rest in peace, John Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, all the players. Shout out to all the players that have been sending them love. I know it's a long lineage of Georgetown legends that have nothing but great words for them. Yep. Um, so, yeah. And also, rest in peace to Chadwick. How do you... What is it? Bozeman? Bozeman. Bozeman. That was like... What? Right. What happened? Right. Who? I'm like, nah, that can't be. Not to say that the same thing wasn't with John Thompson, but the Chadwick one just hit totally different. Mm-hmm. And that shit was like, I was just sitting looking at my phone, like scrambling, trying to figure out, like, is this real? Yeah, that news broke during um, fantasy football draft. I don't yep. know where, what you were doing during that time frame, but yeah, that's when we got hip to it. Uh, yeah, and that was like you said, it was a shocker. Young man, what, yeah, 42? he's forty three. Okay, forty three. Um, and was uh, dealing with and was dealing with cancer 
all the while no one knew i mean except for him and i guess his immediate very close friends and family which is great like that's how i mean that's how i i would carry it like i'll i'll that's but that's also speaking to homie's character like he was like i don't want people like i heard like he was like he wanted he didn't want people to judge his work and be like ah oh, he powered through it he mm-hmm. was they was like nah just so embrace it everything for my now. shit being dope so everything they're doing now like oh he's only he, imagine da, 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 da. he's mm-hmm. like nah respect it cuz it's dope and then i mean it'll he knew like it's what's crazy is like everybody's telling the stories and like he somebody i don't want to say it was maybe michael b jordan said that they had a conversation he was like yeah you know we rocking and he said something like, my spirit, like, you got to carry on. Something to that effect. I can't remember the quote directly. But it's almost, well, it's like, yo, new. Because I think they said when he was diagnosed, it was stage three. Right, and I'm not three. Mm-hmm. familiar with, like, how the stages break down. But I know. I think it's only four. Yeah, I was going to say, I know, I think four is the max. Like, four is pretty yeah, much. Four is, yeah, four is the It's cap. too late. We can't do anything. Three is like, all right, we can't do much. We can just give you. Some projected numbers, and I didn't know about the uh, like apparently he posted, oh, he he went on, he went live or something like that, and everybody was like, Yeah, cracking jokes, like, like, like very ill, yeah, because he was so small. And then this happened, and I was like, That's that's shitty, yeah. And that's the, and people were like, Yeah, you never know what anybody's going through, and yeah, that's true. And that so, goes for anything, like, nobody owes you an explanation as to why they're moving shit. in a certain way, um, you just gotta respect it. We're people where we have stuff that we are going through and it just is what it is. Like don't don't accept what I'm doing because I told you a full story surrounding why I'm acting how I'm acting or moving how I'm moving. Just know that you know me and if he's doing that to God before a reason, like I don't know what's going on with homie, but that's not normally how he acts or I don't know. But don't be like, Man, he just on some fuck shit now. Like, yeah, nah, like Everything's not for everybody. That like, falls into that. I know we've spoken about this on previous podcasts. So like just trying, folks trying to be funny, folks trying to be the first person to yeah. get a retweet, to get a laugh. Like sometimes that shit's not worth it. So yep. for all the people who are on that dumbass shit, karma. That's social media though. That's 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 all. That's it is. what it's digressed to. It's not so much a, a medium for keeping in touch with people or um, making connections. It's it's for the jokes. It's for the clout. Right. That's what it's. That's what it's uh. Like and, and even beyond all of that, like I, I mean, because I don't really want to. I'm glad that when he was here, like the movie roles that he played, because like now videos and stuff are surfacing about his story, like how Denzel looked out for him and how yeah, they were closely tied. I haven't seen that story yet, like a little. Bit. I heard the uh the speech when he mm-hmm. shouted him out like. You know, you had this effect. No and then the fact that we got a chance to celebrate Black Panther the way it was celebrated. Like, he got a chance to see that impact and see, like, how much that shit meant to the black culture, to all the young kids growing up. Like, to see that movie, see him, and the way he handled the movie, the way he handled the role of Rip, that shit is just legendary. Yeah, he was greatly celebrated like folks were showing up to the movie i mean i mean we was joking about it. like folks were showing up in, in full, full garb, garb like yeah. we here for it so and i want to say uh, um 
during the midst of this, I saw something where I believe Chadwick, uh, while the, the movie was being made, Black Panther, he said something along the lines to the director, uh, Ryan Coogler, that this is like, this is Star Wars. And yeah. looking back at it, like, yeah, that's just, that's just definitely, it's Star Wars. Like, that's definitely what it could be compared to in the sense of, for the culture. Like, for, I'm sure there, you know, there's, there's black people that like Star Wars, but this would be the movie that would be very closely related to it, I guess maybe because of the, like, the superhero aspect, of course. Um, and just how much people connected with it to where people say they want to be from Wakanda. Right. They, they doing a whole like Everybody was walking doing the... Yeah, so that, that that's very cool. And he seemed to be very selective in his roles, where yeah. he, he only chose to, to, um, he to should... play parts that were very upstanding, very... Uh, had historical... Um, had historical background. He played Thurgood Marshall. He played James Brown. He played uh, Jackie Robinson. Um, nothing that you would you would think is like I don't know any anything less than than upstanding. Yeah, I haven't seen. He did the joint Twenty One Bridges that I haven't seen, but mad people say it was good. I didn't see the Five Bloods either. They said that was good also, but um. So you know, like I said, all the videos and stuff been servicing. One of them showed up that he had a role on a uh, what do you call those? Like the stories. I guess that's what they're called. Yeah, the story. The uh, stories. The little, yeah. Yeah, the story. And he was like, all right, well, what's my character's like background? Like, where's his dad? Where's this? Why is he this way? Why is he that way? And he was like, when the director couldn't really... He was like, oh, you know, you're black. Pretty much is how he delivered it. He was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead, Steph. Y'all, y'all got it. Like, he said that was a... He did like one episode and that was the last of it. That's what's up. And that's, I mean... That's knowledge itself. Right. And then... um. It was another, another story that was I, I, I ran across. Oh no, not a story so much. Just the uh, when he was on what is that Saturday Night Live? Oh yeah, and they did the uh, the, uh, the Jeopardy. Skit. Yeah, the Jeopardy skit. With the potato salad. Yeah, so homie, like he had it. Like he was a, a, a quality actor, but he had it. I saw this um, Black Panther when he was on the press run. He went to uh, Sway in the morning. Uh, him and the cast. Uh, it was him, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita, and is her name Denai? Uh, she plays um, Sherry. No, no, no. not Sherry. Uh, she plays uh, Michonne on gotcha. on Walking Dead. I can't think of her name. So off they her. were there, and uh, Chadwick Boseman. He began to tell a story about how he was essentially visiting with these uh, two patients that were terminally ill with cancer. Right, children. And they said that they were pretty much just holding on to be able to see Black Panther because this is prior to the movie being made. And he got like super emotional to the point where he started crying. He couldn't even finish his, his thought and eventually ended up like leaving the uh, that particular interview or press run. And if you think back, which you wouldn't have known at the time, he was essentially going through that same thing. So I'm sure that that hit like super close to home. And I think I ended up uh, seeing or reading that the two kids, unfortunately, they did not live to actually see Black Panther. Damn. So I'm sure that that, you know, added to to um, to all the emotion he was overcome with. But all I have to say, uh, love people out of here, man. 
Yeah. Honestly. Because, and you never know what folks is going through. Yeah. I mean, love them when they're gone too, but definitely just let them know while they're here. Yeah, so. so I'm glad he was able to receive. He like he saw flowers while he yeah, was here. He saw, sure. he saw the impact that that movie made and uh, all of his work. And it was cool because like everybody pretty much had, has the same story about him. Like how like his character the type of guy he was, how serious he was on the set, like how it was fun hearing the actors say, like when they were in scenes with him, they knew they had to take it up a notch because he wasn't playing around. Right. So um, I don't know where they were. The fact that he was still recording like movies and being top caliber, like mm-hmm. in the midst of all that is very crazy. Um, yeah, that's definitely crazy. And I know Marvel, Marvel usually gives it up like when they lose anybody in the cast. Like, they do a decent job of... Not decent. They well, they make sure they shout them out. Like, they did the Stan Lee tributes and all that stuff. They just showed it on, um, on ABC the other night. Yeah, they ran it commercial free, right? Yeah, commercial free. And at the end of that, they did, like, some some clips of Chadwick Boseman uh, and people talking about him. Like, pretty much the whole Marvel cast. They were mm-hmm. talking about him. Like, in real time, like, after the announcement of his death, like, they did it via Skype, like, different people. Oh, so, that was... That's dope. That was definitely a, a form and quick turnaround of a tribute. Uh, and pretty much everybody was available, which is, like, that it speaks to his character and how how people felt about him. Because you got to think about it. These are celebrities, so to speak. Busy schedules, even in the... Uh, during the COVID crisis, right. I'm sure. But um, to go out of their way and essentially be like, oh, yeah, we'll, like... No whatever problem. I'll drop yeah I'll drop whatever I'm doing to yeah. get so, so man, rest in peace uh, very very like that one was a heavy one yeah just on some cause it made you think like when the movie was out like I felt like it was like oh, I've never felt this hype about a, a movie and I like love Marvel movies but something about this one just hit different and now, I mean of course it's cause the black superhero like to see it Full blown, like they didn't BS on the budget. They didn't, you know, throw it like they really took it serious and made sure to give a quality product. Yeah, and for it to be as fire as it was, like that attachment. Yeah, I've watched it twice since. Uh, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm. I don't know if I can. I want to watch it, but I know I'm gonna get like very, 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 very sad. And yeah. I don't know if I can see the thing is like I actually watched I watched Civil War and I watched that and it's crazy because I guess when anybody dies if you have some type of video or picture you can look back and just see how full of life they were so when you look at that that's not what you see like you don't see somebody that's going through an illness or somebody that is going to die soon. Like, whenever you look at somebody, you don't see somebody that's going to die soon, even right. though that you never know. Right, exactly. So, like, I, I definitely still enjoyed the movie. Um, and yeah, and I didn't even, I didn't feel any, didn't. any sorrow while watching the movie. Gotcha. Now, like, when you come back to reality and you think about it, like, damn, this guy probably had so much more to share with us by way of stories of different, whatever he had planned, or maybe. Maybe he didn't even plan that far ahead because he knew. But if he was afforded that time, I can only imagine um, yeah, what other great I'll, stories yeah, he would exactly. have been able to tell. So. And damn, man, like the the between 
you know, just getting through the pandemic, like Marvel was still letting you know, like, yo, these like they released their slate of movies dropping. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the second movie is done already and maybe it just needs like some final touches or if they're still gonna go forward with it. Yeah, I feel like they but, um, I mean I don't think they even began on the second movie. Um I I I know it was something that was of course agreed to or approved just because of the success of the first movie. So it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. But Black Panther is a title more so than a person. Yeah. So the storytelling. Is yeah. Still so the, be the mantle. Yeah. The mantle. The hero side of it, like that character, will still be able to. Yeah. And that's like one of the similar to like how the Joker, when he Ledger passed, they just just did a different um, version of him. So that's the the comic book world coming to film like there's no direct tie and when somebody plays a role so good it's very hard for somebody else to I feel like I heard they were leaning towards um, Shuri being the the, Black Panther anyway moving forward just on some I don't know how they were going to finesse that but you know um, just that final just that stand I don't I don't even really want to get too much into the movies just to whatever but just because of that stand in um, Endgame with all of the women Marvel characters where they kind of just had their, their... Their standoff moment in the movie yeah. Yeah, where they got busy. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of where Marvel's leaning in this next phase. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of uh, like theories and all that fun we'll stuff. See we'll, we'll see though. We'll see. But yeah, but all that to say. All that to say, right, just to bring it back. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Thank Definitely. you. Um, prayers to the family. Yeah. And yeah, like... Like you said, just love folks while they're here, and yeah, just enjoy this time. So I guess a little something, a little more uh, celebratory, if you will. Uh, welcome back. Um, well, first, welcome back podcast kind of banger. So yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, she she was trippy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but welcome, welcome back, uh, Joel Santana, who was recently released from prison. Did his time. Welcome uh, yeah. back, uh, Loon. Um, Loon, been, Loon came back on fire, right? Like Loon's been, Loon's been. He really ain't been in the spotlight too crazy. Like he ain't been chasing the cloud, but he popped up here and there. He um, he was on. He uh got like Facetime during a Drink Champs episode with uh, oh, Dave cool. East, um, the homie uh from the Outlaws. I forget his name right now. Napoleon, the homie Napoleon from the Outlaws. Uh, FaceTime them and they had like a long conversation because they are, are apparently very very good friends despite the whole East Coast West Coast bad yeah. boy thing because Loon wasn't even a part of it at the time but Napoleon told the story of how he was still on it like even after after, <laughs> after everything died, died down died. and he pretty much said that he caught Loon slipping one time ran down on him uh, and it was like Napoleon said he had a bunch of guys with him and it was maybe Loon and just like one other person. Balloon handled it like as such a manner of respect that like he he wasn't on nothing as far as Napoleon like Napoleon just fell back on some alright like I ran into you you seem to be a cool dude and he said he just rocked with him ever since then and um, <laughs> he actually played a part in helping him get him released from prison as well and uh, they both are brothers in the, the nation of Islam so um, yeah it'll be interesting to see what Loon does right now uh Cause it um, he lost ten years, man. Ten years. Ten years on a conspiracy charge that he said he had nothing to do 
with other than literally introducing one gentleman to another and not knowing what those two people's plans were. And then when they got caught, they brought him into it. And that conspiracy, they'll use that. They'll use damn anything to yeah, lock your ass up. They say it don't up. take much. They say it don't take much. So unless they throw conspiracy, you can pretty much yep line up. You're going to jail for some time. Yep, get your business affairs in order. Yep. And uh, next up is um, Max B. Essentially, if you uh, if you, if you keep the save the wave campaign and free Max B. All that good stuff. He. Yeah, French was talking crazy a while ago, like Max was on his way. Yeah, his date's coming soon. He said he, he plans, well, of course he plans, but he foresees <laughs> that he's going to get moved to the halfway house uh, by the end of the year, and he's going to be out here making moves by next year, so. Hey, gave that guy 75. 75, said he gave it back, though, so. Hey. Yeah, that's what it is. But, uh, shit, while we're here, we might as well just jump straight into the music. Anything grab your ear recently? Anything going on? Well, before, I figured we'd give them the rundown of why we've been... Uh, well, oh, whatever. They'd be all right. COVID. We didn't ha- like, I didn't get it, but no, I had I way too many close calls, so we kind of had to slow down just because I didn't want to potentially have it and then pass it on to you because yeah. I was in contact with people who were in contact with people. So just out of uh, safety precautions, figured it was best to just chill. Make sure everybody got their test results back negative, and then we could get back to it. So that's the summarized version. There's probably a longer version somewhere in there. That's enough. That's enough. That's all you need. But uh, yeah, regularly scheduled programming. Yep, yep, yep. Music's been a one. A one, yeah. A one. At least very. At least recently. At least the last month or so. Yep. Uh. So what? What's what's dropped? Um. I know Nas. That's that stands. Nas out. Nas is disease. a standout because King's Disease might be. It's there. I need to listen to it a couple more times, but I, I'm I'm almost willing to say it might be my favorite Nas album. Hit Boy's and on I'm, fire. Hit Boy's on some shit. I don't know what's up because Hit Boy's on fire. Uh, but he did a uh, he did deep reverence too, didn't he? Yeah, he did deep. That's reverence. the one that he played during the battle. He does the whole um he did the whole Big Sean Detroit too when that when that that's comes out. That's him, and he's also he also did the whole uh, Benny album that's gone, that's coming too. Oh my god, he did the Benny. Yeah, so he oh. Benny off Griselda fame, so that's the oh. obligatory oh, Griselda shout out for the for the episode. We yeah, we sure right we back at out. it. Yeah, Griselda. Yep. So if there's one thing that you can go back through every episode, we shout out Griselda, yep. hard body, some form or the other. Yep. Yeah, so one way or another, they, they coming, they coming uh, to the pod. Mm-hmm. So yeah, shout out. That's gonna be crazy. But what dropped before now? It was a, it was um, something that dropped the week before. I know I was going crazy over the Victoria Monet album. Nope, that wasn't it. But shout out to that young lady. Yeah, that that joint. I think it's called Jaguar, and I've I got hip to her because she has a song with I want to say Ariana Grande, that is on the Two K soundtrack. So mm. the name just you know you go bored looking through the track list. I saw that name, and then when I saw the name pop up on my uh, title, I was like, hmm. See, that's exactly what people hope for as they get signed up for these um. Soundtracks, yep, and, and that I was like, let me see what her, let me see what she sounds like, and she got a, that whole album is very good, and I think Jaguar is like the really popular song off the album. Mm-hmm. I rocks with it. Ah, uh, that's what it is. The Locks, the Locks album is fire oh, uh, too. What is it? Living off experience. Living off experience. That album goes hard. I ain't really rock with the Locks project since We Are the Streets, uh, especially considering how much time they took off in between We Are The Streets and what their next project is. Uh, 
Filthy America. America. Yeah. I wasn't really fucking with that. Respectfully. They it was had, cool. They had a song or two in there, but it seemed like they were trying to do too much of what's current and not enough of what the, the lock, lock stands shit. for. You know what I mean? But this album, it brings it it brings it back to that lock shit. Uh, so shout out to the locks for that. I haven't finished it all the way. I keep getting stuck on like certain songs and I just play them back. Song with T-Pain is fire. I'm glad to see T-Pain still doing it. Song with Jeremiah's fire too. And they, they got a nice pocket. If this was in the era of where you needed a single, they got they'd it. have a few. <laughs> they'd have a few. So hopefully, I'm sure they'll do something to where it'll get those streaming numbers up. Um, and they got the songs on there for that. So And they're not corny songs. So I, I like that. That's that's definitely something. Yeah, Sheik, Sheik is in his... Yeah, she went crazy. Bag. And Griselda made an appearance. Uh, Benny yep. and West Side Gun. So shout out to them for that. Uh, yeah, and the locks, they might not get enough credit by way of just... That's essentially a super group. But yeah, they came they, in together, though. Like, they didn't just... They weren't all solo artists and informed together. They are just... They're a group. They wanted to be a group. And then they just branched off and did solo shit. And they had... They each have several solo projects that ain't like that's tough. That's verses on verses on verses. Like, yeah, and they nice. And then they just come back and form like Voltron or whatever. You know what I mean, you want. And there's never been no whatever you want. There's never been no public. Oh, yo, dissing yo, or so and so dissing yo. I think the yeah. close thing was um, was it J Hood when he fell out? Oh, D Block. Yeah, right. And I, I want to say, but I only think, I think he had like a couple shots at him on some, mm-hmm. they didn't want to release, they didn't want to put my music out or something like that. And Shit, the only fight you are here about with the locks is with other people. Yeah. When they, when they get it shaking. Yeah. Like, uh, the, what is it? The Rough Rider documentary. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Rough Rider documentary. Shout Very out to good. The, I think the, I need. Um, the No Limit documentary. I don't think we've been on since either of those nah. years. So, BT, they're. They're trying to swim to me into watching that network again. And those docuseries did a very good job because they were very well they were very well executed outside of the nut ass reenactments. I don't like reenactments. Yeah, they could have they could have kept the reenactments. The stories are strong enough to where I don't need your nut ass yeah, reenactment. The weird ass, they kinda look like the character. Like did the, uh they had DMA my man action and how was looking crazy. Gotcha. I'm like Maybe you're funny, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm like, I, I get I get what you guys are saying. I don't need the visual. I get right. why. And it was definitely wild with the um I don't know if you watched the No Limit joint. I haven't watched the No Limit one yet. They had mystical like a a mystical reenactment where Master P went in and bought him out of his deal at the record label. And like I said, you you could do without it. But um So you, you overproducing with these reenactments. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> But um yeah, like I said, very well put together docuseries. It definitely gave you a little bit more insight into what was going on from the business side. Cause it's always business that ruins the yeah. music. So it was funny, like when they was talking about the uh, the Rough Rider Cash Money tour, and how they was wilding out the hotels and got banned essentially from a few uh, establishments. Yeah, no matter what city they were in, they already had the. They was putting a call like, "Yo, don't let none of them in." Yep. Say the money ain't worth it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, it was uh, it was something in there. I want to say I, I, I'm on like the Eve episodes. Like it's like the rise. Like Eve is now on the fold and mm-hmm. she's on the come up. And yeah, they were talking about the tours. So I might have like one or two episodes left. But That's for great. X the Rock, like they put a lot on X's back. Two they albums, did. the whole two compilations. Yep, and then they would, and then uh, 
his his falling out was uh well I'll let you finish watching but yeah yep business business uh, yeah I think it's he wanted more he wanted more piece he wanted a bigger piece of the pot right so that's kind of where we are he claimed that they pretty much drew him in by saying that he'd get a portion of ownership yeah and it was like and when nah, that happened, you nah, that's not what we agreed to he said nah you the you the artist yeah mm. so. I definitely remember Bloodline Records and that not really. That kind of, that threw me for a loop. Because I remember hearing about it when that, you know, when he, oh, Bloodline. But nothing really shook on Bloodline. I, I figured Drag On would blow up off of that. But I don't, I think Drag On was Rough Riders. He was Rough Riders. So that Rough wasn't happening. Yeah. You had to go find some new talent. Yep. His Bloodline. Uh, matter of fact, Berg was Bloodline, I believe. That's trippy. Yeah, Berg was Bloodline. He was, he was a Bloodline artist initially. And then you see... Uh, Berg, now known as Hitmaker. Um, so yeah, but bit yeah, shout a, out. Bit of a career rebirth for Berg. Yeah, shout out to that. Oh, and what I was uh, there's somebody that's gonna have said somebody is fucking DMX. DMX <laughs> is in line to have a huge um resurgence, and if it if it works out, this will be the biggest comeback in hip hop history. And nothing, nothing is uh, just cause. So we'll line it up. I just say, and for the most part, we we generally get rappers out of there. Like it's not the rappers yeah. themselves. We generally, oh, we don't want to hear that bullshit. You old, get out of here. And then we we shelve them. Whereas like other acts and like R and B or rock and roll, like other genres of music, can just. Keep making music, but in this case, I don't think it was DMX. I don't think it was us. I think it was DMX. It's two reasons. Well, yeah, DMX was wild. It's because of the style of music DMX makes, where it's it's not one dimensional, but it's 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 stuck in a specific time frame, or at least it has been. And for two, just all his legal troubles, drug troubles. Yeah. But they've lined him up to now have this comeback. Starting, I don't know if it's starting with, but the the most recent event I'm going to point to is the verses with him and Snoop. Yep. Then now you have. This Rough Riders documentary, which holds up, which kind of pushes him up to the forefront, shows him. And then you have him on this Locks album, which came out directly after the final episode of this Rough Riders docuseries. Not like right after as far as as soon as it went off, but within that same week. So these are all things, all planned events. And then you have this DMX album, which is going to be coming fairly soon as well. Something that Swizz has talked about for years. And right now, there's essentially not a better time for that to happen with uh, the Rough Riders docuseries again. Rough Riders essentially trying to get back on the map with they had it. whatever they have going on right now. The fact that they had street teams all over the cities, they was torn and it's yep. crazy. Yep. They essentially they said that they uh, essentially had like fan clubs, for lack of better terms. But the fan clubs were grown-ass people that were really... In the like lifestyle. Bike, yeah, the bike life. Bike riding, right? Like bike Rough Riders Chicago, Rough Riders. Yeah. They had different divisions. Yeah. It's like, yo, every city we went in, we was good. Yep. Family gonna buy tickets. Family gonna show up. Yep. Family gonna look out. I know family. So gonna I know you gonna look out for family. Yep. So. So yeah, shout out to X. It's good to see. Shout out to X, yeah. Definitely he's good in, to see him still he's with healthy, us, He's healthy. And he's still with us. Yeah, that's a Because for a while, that shit was looking crazy. Was very shaky. Very shaky. Uh, shit. While we here, we talked about verses. I mean, let's talk about verses. Did we have episodes since the Snoop and uh, DMX verses? Has it been that long? I think the last one was was Chains and Ross after. We did have we did have Snoop and 
Yes, yes. We did we Snoop did and not X. Because Snoop, have yeah, Chains Snoop's the Ross. cover art. Right. We didn't do Chains and Ross because that's when everything started getting yep. loopy. That was a good one. Chains yeah, was cool. Chains did his thing. Now, a lot of people were upset about the energy of the artists, but they both like they rappers. Like you're yeah, not they rappers. Get. What you gonna get? Um. So that wasn't the matchup everybody was looking for, but it was solid. Just and as far Ross, as the and the homie selection. said he got he got whatever in the clip. Mm-hmm. Like he he stashed the Maybach music for somebody else. Ross said he got another twenty. So shit, and I can count what that's six off Maybach music. It's six Maybach music, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the first round going to Ross off rip. Uh, and then the most recent, most recently, we're fresh off the backs of the Brandy and Monica. Yeah, we're recording just uh, what's that? Transparency alert. We're recording earlier than we normally yeah. would. So fresh off the back of the Brandy and Monica, um, verses, which was fire. If you're from that era, you know what it is. I didn't know how many how many of their songs I knew word for word until the word the verse. I had to stop myself. I'm like, damn, I know this. But then I also have an older sister, so not the, not that I'm trying to, uh, what's the word, qualify it by yeah, saying because yeah. their music is dope. Regardless, I'll tell you what, I had, I had all that music like awesome. I had the CDs. Now that's not to say I was like checking for a girl or something at school, and then I go home and listen. To that's definitely the type. That's the type of shit she was on. Nah. You strike, you strike me as an old. Um, Sitting up in my room, right? So no, I'm not. I'm not in my house listening. To sitting up in my room because, like, I'm I'm in my fields. Yeah, I'm you was. Yo, it's cool. This is a safe space. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know that's not what I was on. I was just I'm enjoying you, the music for the I music. I think that's what you was on. Nah, now when Carl Thomas came out, that's what I was on. But <laughs> for that time period, I was a kid, so I was just enjoying the music. I want to be down, and I used to listen to the uh, the Monica album, Crazy. Monica might have been Monica was like my first celebrity crush. Like, Monica was the the I know we all I'm pretty sure everybody has that conversation of like the celebrities that they think are if they ran into that they would be able to pull them just off of how cool they come off as a yeah. celebrity like so they're in that gettable and I don't mean that in like any disrespectful right, or right. derogatory term. Please, please, please clarify. It goes both ways because I'm pretty sure there are some rappers that girls feel like if they ever came to the city, whatever. But yeah, so Monica was that. Until I got a little older and then I kind of didn't like Monica changed for me. Monica was definitely that for me until, <laughs> yeah, I realized I'm not, one, I'm not her type. That's tough. Yeah. I'm not her type. When you realize, when you realize, when you realize like the chick that you kind of dig, you're like, damn, I ain't. She not in enough. She not in enough. She might be into a few things I'm into, but for but the most, grand, nah. I ain't got no business. Yeah. So I respect, we could be friends though. I think she seemed like a cool chick. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just gotta not get out of pocket and be on some. <laughs> right. I just friend zone the shit out of Monica on some. Like she cares. Like she cares. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy to get out the friend zone with me. So if well, you're listening, just that's you know. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Monica though. Respect Queen and shout out to Brandy. Shout out to Brandy. <laughs> easy to get that was a solid versus. You know what I mean? I mean, I fell asleep. I ain't gonna hold you. I fell asleep. I was wild tired, so I missed some of it. Um, but I did see a lot of the memes and stuff that came afterwards, and they were saying how Monica was. Uh, I guess Brandy started like getting into a poem bag. Yeah. A lot of poems were dope. They, they were, were saying, saying like Monica was, was just. Eh. They were saying Brandy was like Moesha. Yeah, and 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 Brandy. I don't know if it's. 
just uh, like that celebrity disconnect or what or she's just like a general like genuinely like just a quirky like goofy which is also fine either way but you could tell their energies at certain points were off like Mon- Brandy would make a joke and Monica would kind of like ah I feel like Brandy had a lot of nervous energy um I feel like she at least appeared to be I don't know if insecure is the right word but uh a little less sure of herself in the presence of Monica. Because I feel like she really wants them to be like okay. A1 or cool. cool. And Monica was on some... We just had a conversation today to where we can even get to this point to do this. So, I'm not really where you are right now. Yeah, like we're not hugging. So, let's kind of just... Let's just feel it I mean, out. But the fact that they even got that far, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't, know, I, I don't know what to expect in the future or if there is anything to expect in the future. Um, when I heard that it was like when it was real, because, you know, it was mentioned for a while. Like, oh, that would be dope. Mm-hmm. And Monica was on some, y'all nah. been pitting us against each other for years. Like, I'm good on it. No. Right. And they were like, nah, it's like a celebration. Like, it'll be fun. So whatever went on behind the scenes to make it happen, thank they you. They took a lot of people to get that to happen. I like, can see it because, I mean, essentially, they've been going back and forth with each other either directly or indirectly just because of their fan bases. And that's kind of more so like we had the conversation a couple of pods ago about how your fan base can put you in some shit that you're not even checking for. Because that's kind of how, uh, what is it, Cardi and Nikki was. like they. But then there's also stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't, we're like not Like they've just always to. been each other's direct competition. Yep. And I'm sure with that... That song didn't help. Yeah. But Brandy said that she specifically reached out to Monica to do that song. Because she already had the song. It was her song. And it was essentially... It was just her on there. I believe. But that song wouldn't necessarily make sense with just her. But it was just her on it to begin with. And then she was like, we need Monica on this song. And that's how that came about. But they were same age, essentially. Yeah. Both popping at the same time. And... The only difference is Moesha. Moesha. Well, a lot. She did Moesha. She did Cinderella. At her peak, Brandy's a... Far bigger artist than yeah, Monica. Yeah, I had to, um, I had to, when one of my co-workers was talking, he was like, yo, she's not a superstar. I was like, you're out of your mind. Brandy? Yeah. Shit. I was like, you're out of your mind. Moesha alone puts yeah. her in that. That shit had six seasons. She was doing all types of movies. Uh, yeah, she was, she Music. was, she was it. Like, yeah, she, she shit, That's no question. And Monica and never got that look. dead ass talented. I think that's just because of. Like her attitude, I was just her personality. And Monica what we know her to be now. I think yeah. that's essentially what would that prevented her from getting to that level. But as far as consistency, I think Monica, Monica did a, a stronger job run because she played some new music yesterday. Which the joint with the baby sound hard. Yeah, which is like okay, like you're still you're still here, like you still in shape. Yeah, okay, you're here. You're in fighting shape. And that's the thing, Brandy is too, because Brandy's most recent album. I don't know if we. I can't remember. I, I feel like we mentioned it in a pod, but B seven. Yeah, I, I don't listen to B seven. B seven is I. Right. It's like okay. two or three. Oh shit! Like oh, okay. turn it up a little bit. I just know it seems like every other year Monica has one or Monica, two, and that's and I think that's part of Atlanta because she's on um, what is it? Burglar bars? Is that the joint on Two Chains? The Pink House album. Uh, that joint. She stepping all over that. That sounds like she would be. I need to find... I think it's Burglar Bars. Yeah, she got songs, bro. Yeah, Monica's nice. She definitely got songs, but... And that's that's one of the cool things about singers that, you know, maintain their vocal abilities throughout the process. Bro. And I hope they do 
uh, go on this tour that Brandy was pushing for so heavily. I um, seem like I feel like they should just avoid it. <laughs> Excuse I me. Like, I feel like that's love, especially when you look at the. Um, Wilder would be cool, especially, especially when you look at the uh, the numbers that they brought in last night, where they consistently held a viewership of one point two million on a on an app like. That's getting 1.2 million people to just like, look, look at their at fucking you. phone, looking like. If you got the power to draw that audience to keep people there for that long period yeah. of time, yeah, that's that's fire. Yeah, it's burglar bars. On yeah, it's, it's tickets to be sold. Pretty you know girls I mean? like trap music. That's not burglar bars, but yeah. they could they could switch every night as far as who closes out the show so that there's not a an ego issue if that's even an issue between them. But you know it's gonna turn up and folks gonna wanna hear that new new Monica. I like that. That's that's one of those things that fire. I, I, I ain't gonna say that. I hope And you could put a buffer in there. Like just put put somebody another who, who, another woman. Who gonna buff that? Um she didn't bring Missy out. Y'all not gonna fight in front of Missy. <laughs> Missy and Brandy fly? I feel like Missy Did Missy and Brandy got I feel like they should have a song together and I I would I feel like I wouldn't know that though. I don't know if they have a song together as much as they just maybe know a bunch of the same people. And they're cool, cordial. This is with me knowing nothing. I have no idea how they are. Said you don't know nothing. But one would assume. You know what I mean? But yeah, put that together. Put that put uh put whatever shit to rest. But maybe last night is we'll put it to rest. So maybe that is the last of this Brandy Monica saga. But I do want to point out the fact that Beyond the Boy is Mine, they did come out with another song in 2012 called Uh It Belongs to Me, I believe. I believe that's the name of the song. I enjoyed the song. The song is it's fire. It's petty, but it's fire. So I don't know what happened between then and now, but people fall out. They're celebrities. They're no different. They're people. But Swizz and uh, I feel I believe Swizz and Timberland said they have something even bigger than that coming. Which I'm not good at playing guessing games, so I can't even imagine what that would be. But I'm I'm invested. I'm tuned in. Right. First is not disappointed. Yeah. Um, I so you know, I get into my oh, I wonder what I wonder what would happen if like in the alternate world of, you know, just stuff that I create. And um I thought of the Migos and Ray Shrimmer. Mm. Their verses would be a but I don't think the venue would be large enough to house how their verses would give it up on some I feel like that's a party party. Those summer kids are energetic. They go, yeah, they that that's gonna be. Guys are energetic too. Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. I said I feel like they would have to have like a little bit, of like jump around space so like they can I mean, really they get active. Like last night at uh, Tyler Perry Studios. Shout out to Tyler. Perry, I know. Man. I know they got the space. In I know Tyler they Perry got Studios. the space in Tyler Perry Studios. I mean, that's just about how you wanna that uh that footage. How you gonna get it? Like, I mean, how many cameras you gonna have? What them angles gonna be? Is it, it might be a movie. But um, it's definitely a movie. That's that's that was a very good idea when you presented that. Like that's not bad at all. That's a that's a fire. I don't know where Ray Schremer is right now though, because there was that talk of uh, Slim Jimmy saying Ray Schremer was over. That was months and months and months ago. But I feel like they've they've been, been trying to break them up for years. I feel like they've been doing shows and touring and shit since then. But I like the dynamic of that group. Shout out to Ray Schremer. I feel like I was one of the guys that mentioned they was the guys before the. A lot of people said it. Yeah, you guys. definitely put me onto the homies, and I was like, all right, I'll listen. And I was like, oh, shit, you might be on something. Yeah, they got some songs. Shout out to them. So, yeah, that'll be a dope versus. I know we'll probably never get uh, any, like, Big Sean, Kendrick, Drake, anybody of that caliber. Not saying that the Migos and them aren't, but mm-hmm. 
I feel like the fans would love to see like Sean and Kendrick would be a dope one. Especially with them, I guess, burying the fake hatch that ever... That I was can ever... see where the artists take a, take a stance of like, what's in it for me? Other than these added streams potentially that are going to come well, I, from, and I guess that's it. where the quote unquote artist side sticks out like if you really for your fans and for the people you'll do it just cause alright cool yeah mm-hmm. I put my cat and like how Ross was saying like yeah I stand by my catalog I got time so whatever whatever y'all want to get into we can get into Ross also apparently has boatloads of money boatloads so, have you seen his house oh yeah I've seen it absolutely wow. I've seen the pool yeah yeah that's that's nuts he, he wants some Varnell Hill shit yeah he got it. Yeah. Whatever it is, he got it. Yeah. That's yeah. So shout it's, out to it's dope to see a lot of artists appearing to be able to outside of the record companies clearly doing whatever they're doing because they always doing something wild. Mm-hmm. But being able to get into different ventures and it's like a lot of that. You'll take ownership, invest, you got them wing make stops. the right yeah, them wing stops. Them he talk his he, he get into that lemon pepper talk. You say you got eighty say eighty million up right now. <laughs> Off of wings. Shout out to Ross, man. I need you got to, wing stops and checkers. I need to open up a um a vegan spot. I was saying I was gonna I was just gonna get me a Rita's. You know what I mean? Hey, that's how it take. Go just pull some money up. I, I don't understand how that Rita shit work though. I've been thinking about that like for a minute. Like, how does that work? Because they close out during the cold season. Yep, they but they maintain up. the yeah. same storefront, so they gotta be paying rent that whole. That's they a pop whole up nother, and bust your head. That's a whole nother subject. Whole nother story. That's some offline shit, but shout out to uh Craig Ave Ices too. There you go. Them joints used to slap. And I know you listening. I wouldn't mind having those back next summer. Who's that now? What? Oh, Craig Ave Ices. That's my people's. Craig. Craig Ave Ices. Craig Ave Ices. All right. Yeah. Well, it's shout from, out to Craig Ave Ices. Yeah, it's from Runaway. And she's a, a fan of the show. Huge supporter. So yeah. That's what's up. So bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back. Uh, what do we have? Versus, versus, versus. You think they do another Ross since he's barking? Like, yo, I got another whatever in the clip. At some point, maybe if they get if they get tired of new matchups, I feel like I feel like Lil Wayne's in the pipeline. I feel like Lil Wayne's in the pipeline. I feel like I don't know who he's going up against. But somebody was telling me Wayne and Jay. I was like, you got your fucking mind. That's what they're saying. Well, that's not what they're saying. Is a they, yeah. is coming, but. That's what a lot of people are calling for. I don't see it either, though. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Nah, I'm I'm, I want to see Jay go against Nas. Pretty much, just for the, and they could actually like if you get into their cat, like if you pick twenty. Now, granted, Jay's gonna have a powerful twenty. They Not, be calling for Jay and yeah. Drake though. Now that'd be fire, but that might get. <laughs> and now they have a lot of. Uh, Oh, since you mentioned Jay and Nas, there's a lot of talk of the Jay consistently dropping on Nas' release dates. Mm-hmm. Which he dropped that whack entrepreneur. I, I don't think I've even heard it. It's uh, not in its entirety. Yeah, no, I'm good. But I like I like the energy behind the song. I like the message. I like to think that they're past that. Well, but, did you see the Breakfast Club interview with Nas? But he was like, he never. They asked him like I heard yeah. the snippet. They asked him. He was like, "Nah, I never put it together." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Damn, that is crazy." Like when you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. He, and then like he was calling out some albums. So I don't know if he just Nas just that fly. He was like, "Whatever," or if he just didn't know and never put the two and two together. I feel like I don't know if I recently seen them together somewhere or in, in some function, but I feel like they just not on that. 
And uh, now's not the time. Well, it's never. The, they already had the time where it was that, and they've done business. Yeah, together. they 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 appear to piece it up and like legit just be like, ah, right, yo, you done? We good? Yeah, like whatever. You your people say you won. My people say I won. We squashed it. All right. I would like to hear more music from the two of them together, especially like cool. now. That'd be a cool collab album. Fan, hey, Hit Boy, while you on fire, listen, I'm telling you right now, Hit Boy and J Link up, and then he manages to get Nas and J. A Hit Boy, J and Nas oh, you know, project. You know, they got together before, though. Yeah. So if they get together for, and I'm talking for a whole project, just oh, yeah. uh, eight. You know I mean, like Hit Boy is behind Brothers and Purrs. That'd be ridiculous. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's a Hit Boy joint. Call me Hit Boy. I got all the hits, boy. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's definitely behind that. So yeah, as I'm typing in brothers and prayers, Hit Boy is on fire, as I'm we mentioned. So I, got all the that's, that's, I think that verse is lit a fire under his ass. Um, and oh Sean, yeah, Sean seems like he's back better than ever. That's what yeah, deep reverence. Oh my there goodness, go. deep reverence sounds so good. The beat for those that don't know that is the uh, Big Sean Nipsey record. Mm-hmm. He. Played a snippet in the verses with Boy Wonder, and now it's actually released. And yeah, and for the record, yes, uh, Hit Boy is the producer behind Kanye and Jay Z Brothers and Perks. Gotcha. Um, that and then Big Sean is on Nas album going crazy. That song sounds that that might be one of my favorite songs on the project. Replace me with um, Big Sean, Nas, and Don Tolliver, who is on a nice run. Check his album out. Uh, when you get a chance. And he sounded really like I was kinda worried about Nas and Don Tolliver, like how that would sound. But Nas Nas did what Nas does. And then Don Tolliver really got off on the hook. So Yeah. My joint on there is that car eighty five with Charlie Wilson. That shit is just smooth. And car- I'm not from that era in which he's rapping about where he would uh do whatever he was doing all day in a taxi or whatever, but that's fire. Yeah, I, I, I like. What's going on. I like. It's like that. It's like a three song run, right mm-hmm. in that window that I rock with heavy. King's Disease is a very dope album. King's Disease. And then what? Detroit Two is this Friday, right? Detroit Two is this Boy. Friday. And if the track list, excuse me, damn, this beer got me burping off. The track list looks fire. If the track list is real, I'm looking. I'm a. I'm a jump straight to the last song with uh, my man Dom Kennedy. Hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting pairing. Because when, when they link up, it's it's fire. Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw Wale in there. Yeah, um, Wale was in there. Was Travis Scott in there or am I geeking? I don't know about Travis. There was somebody else in there that I was like, damn, I gotta I gotta check that out. Oh, yeah, that's nothing but a, a click away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this Friday, Big Sean appears to be back. It's dope to see he's in um good spirits. Boy. Janae Aiko is on the album. Always fire when they link up and make mm-hmm. songs. It looked like you got some uh, some skits. Yeah, I saw Erica Badu. Oh, but that's how the first Detroit was, though. They did have a, a couple stories for it. I remember Common having a story. Uh, that's the only person that comes to mind right now. So, yeah. I'm 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 on board for... I'm checking for that Detroit, too. Way, way. Yeah, I saw it with Lil Wayne Dawn Life. Yep, yep, yep. So, shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out. Oh, uh, well, what else we on? Well, we we haven't. I don't think we recorded since the bubble. 
Or we have, but the playoffs. Now we oh, in the, yeah. the, now we in the bubble popping. playoffs. Playoffs is popping. A couple of teams been sent home already. Um, and now we get into the the nitty gritty. The meat I think and potatoes of it all. Yeah. Game seven of OKC in Houston is tonight. No, oh, no, game seven of night. Utah and Denver. Yep, Utah so, and Denver is tonight. And Jamal Murray been going. They've been going back and forth with 50 pieces. Mm. You got 50, I got 42 and 10. What's up? Mm. You got 57, I got 45 and 9. What's mm. up? So, yeah. They, they didn't... They That playoff intensity has found its way That's into the bubble. You got to go to your hotel and see them. Yep. And you got to go kick it. Because you might walk in on homie getting fries or something in the lobby. Like, how y'all going to give it up? Facts. Luca put on a show. Luca's gone. But Luca Luca let folks know... The NBA's in good hands, bro. Yeah, Luca, Donovan, yep. Murray, Dame is kind of like the elder statesman of mm-hmm. that class. And Chris Paul still doing his thing. So mm. Tatum and <laughs> Tatum and Jalen Brown appear to really be with the, the smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what uh, people have been calling for all year as far as Boston. Yep. Well, they call for this from Boston every year. But, yeah, they say Boston is really Boston, the team that's going to make it out the East. Um, what else? Milwaukee is Milwaukee appears to be Milwaukeeing again. Like they're not really ready for that next level. And I hope I'm wrong because I'm a huge Giannis Antetokounmpo fan or Giannis Antetokounmpo, however you want to give it up. Hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, like that's one of the players that I was like, yo, when the Bucks drafted, I'm like, yo, watch this kid. He gonna be nice, and it actually came to fruition. Now, mind you, I said that about a lot of players. Austin Rivers won, but Austin Rivers is holding on. So I kind of, I kind of want my um, garbage can gets a stake. Nah, I want my credit for the Austin Rivers joint because everybody laughed me out the room when I used to run with him on TK. And Austin, I'm like, yo, Austin Rivers is nice, and it was kind of like trolling. I would get buckets of Austin Rivers, and Austin Rivers is getting buckets. So I'd be calling for players too, but my players be more of a. They're expected to kind of do their thing, but there's so many that are expected that miss though, that I don't call for. I don't call for those. I call for the guys that are guys like Luca. Yeah, he was on. A, he was on Luca. Luca off rip. Uh, I was on Zion. He came out did his thing. Eh, Zion up in the air. I ain't giving you credit for Zion yet. All right, well wait till next season. Wait till he has a full season. But he was. He was. I need. He came in, I need like three legit Zion seasons. He came in hella efficient. I think I want to say he gave you like 21 and Austin Rivers, Seth Curry. Yep, my Seth Curry. I want my Seth Curry uh, credit because Seth has been hooping. (laughs) And then LeBron, of course. That's my 2003 home run. Yeah, LeBron, but everybody knew what LeBron was going to be. But yeah, the bubble's been turning up. And and Stomper, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks did a very stand-up thing when they – Said they wasn't going to play. Um, and they postponed their game. I, I guess it was a boycott after the shooting of Jacob Blake took place in... What is that? Where was it? Uh, Wisconsin, right? Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh. Kent, I'm, I'm trying to think of the city. It starts with a K, I believe. Uh, oh, Kenosha. I, Kenosha. Milwaukee. Right. And Wisconsin, I'm sorry. They I'm sorry. were... They're like, nah, we're not going, like, something has to change. And they kind of, the NBA postponed a lot of their games and put stuff back. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And prayers to the fan, the Blake family. Folks showed out, man. Another yeah. 
senseless act by the cops. Like it's like that shit just it never it's it just never stops. Clearly. And that's one of those videos that I've gone out of my way not to see. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the video, I haven't no. seen the audio. No, no, no. Somebody like described it to me and from what I heard, that's horrible. And if if you've been under a rock, Jacob Blake was the homie that well, the gentleman that was shot seven times in his back, getting into his car with his kids in it. Mm-hmm. He was breaking up a fight or something. After breaking up a fight of two women. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, I can't I can't watch that that type of trauma. I'm sick of it. I'm, uh, not, into it. I'm not into that. I'm not really. I'm not into fight videos. Like nah, none of that shit moves me, man. And there was a video. Well, I'm, I'm not even gonna go down that pathway. But prayers to the Blake family. Um, How's it still happening, bro? Because the like, aren't we? We're still we're still protesting because the cops don't care. Like, and there Isn't was a Floyd, George, there's still protest for George mm-hmm. Floyd, right? Like, yeah. Breonna Taylor also. Breonna Taylor, right. Dog, I read a crazy article about that, uh, about her murder. And, I mean, everybody knows that, like, the guy that they said they were looking for was in custody. Mm-hmm. This article, while well, it's on some, I guess it can be considered a conspiracy theory. It says that the cops that did it were pretty much just going there to rob the joint. And that she was supposed to be in there dolo. So... The, the from the article I read, uh, homie was, you know they they tape everything that's said in the little interrogation rooms or the phone calls or whatever. Phone call with somebody and he was saying he had like fourteen thousand at her house because he's like yeah that's my people's I stash bread there. It's how the conversation went up, which led to them trying to well proceeding to bust in her crib because it was a robbery. Now granted, again this is. None of this is like been brought verified. to light to be verified. It was just an article I read, and I was mm-hmm. like, "If that's the case, that's even sicker." And they bust in the door. The homie that started firing was under the guise that it was the dude that they said they had locked up. So it's it's a it's a very nasty story going on down there. Again, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Mm. Um, hopefully, they come to some, but some. They arrest for they arrest the fucking people that murdered her. Some form of but justice. But it's it's sickening, man. How you seek justice from the people that are supposed to be serving justice? Exactly. It's crazy. And it's like everybody's like, well, what can we do? How we change it? It's like unfortunately in some instances we just have to wait for it to filter out because it's, right. it's rooted so deep in the police force just globally that shit in the laws. The laws, I was that, gonna say the police force enforces. In, Exactly, like yeah. a lot of stuff is designed the forces. If you want to take it even higher than that, like. so for the NBA, and I think the NBA gets it. And I don't know if it's because it's a lot. I know, well, it's got to be because it's a larger black population in the sport. And when you can control the market that way, like when you can can start really affecting other people's pockets, and they're like, "Nah, all right, it's cool, y'all donating bread," but no. The same way y'all go to these, and that's what I've been, that's what I always thought, like, the same way they go to these governors and the city council and all that stuff to get permits to extend their stadiums, keep that same energy when it comes to protecting your future players. Like, on some, your, your uh, age-old history, your business is largely supported by black players. 
Shit, did you see what the uh, the NFL is going to be doing this coming season? Business as usual. So they're going to, uh, they will write, end racism, and it takes all of us in their end zones. The, the National Football League? The NFL, yep. Wow. That's what it says. They owe that gentleman, Colin Kaepernick, a Dog. huge, huge, huge apology. I know whatever that, I know whatever the NDA is on that, Crazy. Because if I'm Colin Kaepernick, I'm sitting back like, yo, I lost. He was a Super Bowl quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFC cha- Super Bowl quarterback, right back to the AFC Championship caliber quarterback. And then, all of a sudden, he wasn't good enough to get in the league. NFL is disgusting and should be ashamed of themselves. Um, <laughs> There's honestly no better way to say yeah, that. Yeah. You're, like, you're 100% right. That's, that's just nasty. Yeah. All them owners who was, oh, you better stand... And that's kind of like when I was on my, I'm not rocking with the NFL kit because like the owners were coming out and saying, oh, if you don't stand, you don't play. Or my players going head high, hand over heart, helmet on their hip. Get your black ass out there and don't you dare kneel. Like they're trying to, they're, they were so bold. They're fake compromising. Yeah. And that's the thing that, that just goes to show the power that we yield because they're star players, Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes, who appear to be stand-up guys. Mm-hmm. And they with the, you know what I mean? So, it's like, all right, before they even get, let's be ahead of it this go-around. Right. Because Colin Kaepernick was the face of the league. Hell, Cap was the reason Madden put tattoos in the game. If mm. we if we really keeping it funky. Because, mm. you know what I mean? He was doing the kiss, to, kiss the bicep celebration. It was the first quarterback that we seen. Where like He was like the Iverson. Remember when AI had all the tattoos? It was like, damn. Usually the quarterback, yeah, the quarterback don't have a tack. Like, the quarterback is a clean cut. So, yeah, NFL. I don't know how you make it right. Because now all the teams like, oh, we want to sign Cap. We should have signed Cap. We got a spot for Cap. Cap can come. Man, that's Cap. Yeah, right. That's definitely Cap. Cap for Cap. So, NFL, I mean, still disgusting. And they... They talking about trying to get fans in the stadium, like yeah, that's a money, that's a that's a truly money money based. Uh, and the NBA league. gets it, like the NBA for them to get this bubble off as cleanly as they have, that's fire. And they losing so much money. They're losing a grip of bread. Yeah, but it but is they're is. still providing content and they're yeah. still gonna stay relevant. Um, <laughs> he looks sick, and I like that. And I think that if they had to. In my mind, because, again, I like to play out these scenarios. Like, all right, well, what do we do going forward? So, I think they just do an East Coast bubble and a West Coast bubble. And then we don't have the – because there's no fans in attendance, they could legit, all right, the East plays here, the West plays here, and then we take – how people say, yo, just take the top teams and whatever. You bring the top teams, one bubble again, and then had a – I mean, if that's what it comes down to. So, if the season had to start in that bubble format, they could do it that way. Because you got a Disneyland East and you got a Disneyland over West or mm-hmm. Disney World, whatever. Yeah. Disney all over the place. So, hell, you could build World four bubbles. Yeah. You could have one on the West Coast, one in the Midwest, South, East. Call it a day. It definitely worked. That could work. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. I'll be happy when things go back to normal because I'm really looking forward to traveling. And they'll also find ways to compensate for that money, too. Like, looking at the court, mm-hmm. uh, you see LG, OLED. Right, and this is a great place. Listen, I'm about to, I'm about to holler at Adam Silver and see about getting uh, 
podcast kind of banging. Podcast kind of banging logo on there somewhere. Shit. We can be the official podcast. Say, look, NBA. we can just a really small role. Man, I'll switch this whole shit up. I'll only what? talk about the NBA on this only podcast. Only talk about the NBA. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Say, look, if that's what it takes to get, you know what I mean? Get it popping, then so be it. Yep. Um, ah, and this week, NBA 2K20. Listen, let me tell you how hype I am for NBA 2K21. Let me nerd out for a moment. Listeners. Not, this is your part of this is your segment of the show. Forgive me, listeners, but I took off time for my my job. The job that says his job that pays the bills. The job that pays the mortgage. Like the job that says, hey, we're gonna look out for you and make sure you got enough bread to take care of your bills, take care of your family. I said, Nope, I'm taking off. I saved my PTO and I structured it around my regular off days so that I'm gonna be off for damn near two weeks. Now I am traveling, so there is a little. Uh, we do have like a little family trip in the midst that we're gonna go away and kind of nothing major, like an Airbnb, something like. So that is in the works, but I'm off. Yeah, I think almost two weeks, and all those two weeks I'm dedicating to NBA 2K21. So I put in my pre-order. Um, I'm hoping I get the midnight release clearance where I can pull up you know what I mean I would have downloaded it but because it's the Mamba edition I think uh, Best Buy shout out to Best Buy Best Buy is giving out a hardcover book or plate books Best Buy is giving out some promo for uh, pre-ordering with them so pre-order with Best Buy I'm picking that up I'm hoping they say I can come to the store when it closes at like 9 and I can pick up my copy. I think they did that for me last year. But yeah, I'm off. And I told my wife. I've been telling my wife about this since like July. I said, babe, I'm taking off from work. I'm being the, I'm being my man cave. You know what I mean? I got my shower down there. I'm good. I'm going to have me a couple kickstarts. I'm juicing now. So now I got to throw in my... I'm gonna, I might bring my juice in the basement. Mm. But I'm going to have my cucumber, celery... Spinach juice, you know what I mean? I'm working on cleaning out the liver, trying to get the body right. You know what I mean? Sounds like you're about to be bunker. He's up the temple, but yeah, it's bunk it's bunker season. It's me, Buck, and 2K, and that's it. So and as a stark contrast, I have made no plans for this upcoming 2K. Damn, brother. And you supposed to be in the five. What's up with you? That's what they say, man. You're not gonna know. buy it. We're gonna be looking stupid online, playing with a random. Man, I can't call it. Oh yeah, tell the folks your Twitch so they can tune into the Twitch. Oh yeah, tune into my Twitch. You gotta tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I gotta do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Twitch is Charlie Chain. Nothing changes. It's like, awesome. I, like this is my like this is me. There's no other. So Charlie I stand Chain. by it. There's no other chain. Yeah, this is me. So yeah, Charlie Chain is the Twitch. Um, right now I pretty much play a lot of 2K on there. It's very average though. That's what it's all about. I mean, so when you tune in, don't expect to see me just trashing my opponent. Sometimes you're gonna see that. But that's kind of where my content goes a little and off cue. I mean, off like off its purpose. My purpose is to be very average, and it's not intentional. It's because I'm just very average at 2K. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make like the 2K league. I'm trying to get. I'm trying mm. to get active this year. Uh, Madden just dropped. You got Madden. You got Madden, right? I don't have Madden. This year, I left Madden off. Ah, uh, the other homie has Madden. Damn, I thought I was going to get a Madden game before I dip. Nope, nope, nope. Ah, ha, ha. You fooled me. Um, But yeah, Madden just dropped. Looks like Madden's doing his typical Madden shenanigans. 
glitchy to start out with, but hey. That's how it goes. People, that's, but that's that's the standard in the video game world right now, putting out incomplete games and then fixing them. Super announcement thing. alert. I know I've been hinting at video content and all that fun stuff. While you have, while I have your attention, I don't know. The, is the YouTube channel the same attention, as the podcast? Attention, please. Attention, please. It's, I got to double back. I'll post it on the, I'll post it on our IG page. I want to say it's this podcast kind of banging. There you go. And yeah, you know I mean, so we'll have our first sneaker review. I'm just waiting for the sneakers to touch down. Um, so we'll sneakers, a, I was gonna, I was gonna ask yeah, you how was the um. That's where I'm headed with all of it. Okay, yeah. How's so, the how's the quarantine been treating your ability to purchase sneakers? I still been missing out. Tough. Still catching L's. Quarantine Tough. ain't slow down. That that's one thing. The quarantine ain't slow down was these L's on these sneakers. Fact. So. Um, I missed out on pretty much everything. I did luck up into a pair of dunks that recently dropped. There you go. So that's that's what's going. That is what is going to be the first podcast kind of banging uh, sneaker video. So yeah, get get ready. I'm gonna post the channel on our IG and our Twitter. Um, subscribe to that, and we'll start some sneaker reviews. Um, who knows what? Who knows what's liable to pop up? Who knows what type of a uh, rabbit hole that leads to? But yep. it'll all be good content. Yeah, I promise you. So, uh, that being said, did you luck up with the Union Force? I didn't luck up with anything, man. Quarantine been doing you dirty too. Yep. yep. I missed Union. the Grateful Dead joints. They was that was supposed to be a. Dog, I ain't sniffed none of these sneakers. Damn. The closest I got to them was pictures on the internet. <laughs> It be like that sometimes. It be like that most of the time. That's yeah. a crazy thing. If you are out here purchasing and finding your way to a lot of these sneakers, tell me um, how. Yeah, reach out. Reach out to podcast kind of bang and let us know. And uh, I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And it ain't working. So, how many accounts you got? How many you got a bot? Let me know. UA is about to drop the uh, Joel and B. One, okay. even though unfortunately he's out of the playoffs now. He so is out, out, out. That's something to be. I don't know. They might pop up on a podcast just to you know throw something different in the mix. But yeah, uh, what's this weekend? I feel like something chills drops this weekend. Is it the? Is it another dunk? It's always the dunks like. appear to be going crazy. We well, let's uh, shit. The whole Kobe pack just dropped. So ah, yeah, rest Mama in peace. Day and everything. Mama Day, yep. You know what I mean? R.I.P. Kobe. Um, a lot of like legit people, and that's one of those things where it's like the bots and all that stuff kind of sully the market because some people just generally want the shoe because they're Kobe fans and they're like, nah, I'm gonna buy it. I don't know, who, I don't even know who Kobe is, but I'm gonna tax you for this sneaker. You're gonna pay eight hundred dollars. I'm and I'm gonna say I can't. I don't even feel bad because there are many issues that I wanted that I haven't been able to get for that exact same purpose. So that's just a part of the game. And I tell you what. Sneaker snobs kill me. I, I think I may have brought this up before, just in a different, um, for a different reason. But there's people that have the uh, that whole stance of I hate, like I don't like resellers. But I've seen where these people in the sneaker community they don't like resellers, but they'll. Uh, I've seen somebody say, "Yeah, I'll get you a shoe for retail, but you gotta pay me a finder's fee." Say what? <laughs> Say, but, but Black Dynamite, that's not retail. Right. And and if you're charging a finder's fee for a shoe that you're going to ultimately be able to sell for them at retail, then 
that means that that shoe is readily available and you just taking a cut off the top. Yep. You're no better than a reseller. It's all the same. It's the same game. Because you're doing the same thing, but yeah, you're just putting a different name on it. But shout out to you. Shout out to everybody that's doing what they want to do and don't care what people think about it. You yeah, I mean? that's definitely a thing. Shout and out. enjoy yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Like if it's one thing we stand by is enjoy yourself and do whatever you want safely, respectfully. Like do whatever you like. Or do with, do with him whatever you like. Do with him whatever you like. Yeah. Shout out, man. Got anything? Oh, else? shout out to Dame. Dame's got a. Uh, looks like he's got twin ki- twins on the way. A boy oh, and a Dame girl. Oh, Dame Lillard. Yes. Yeah, Dame, Dame Lillard. Lillard. Fresh out the bubble. Fresh out the bubble. Shout That's fire. Out. Yeah, man. That's kind of like one of my. Uh, my fears. Twins? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I've been like, ah, I got a boy out the way. I'm good. I ain't... Chuck. Boy, you dip back in that cookie jar. Mm. Wake up, brother. Two mm. girls. Huh? But, you know. Shout out to Dane with it. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, NBA. Shout out to NBA for letting some of the players' families come through. Yeah, man. I mean, as uh, other players are exiting. So we have lifting spirits, if you yeah. will. So, hey, NBA, like I said, NBA gets it. Shout out to the NBA. Y'all, y'all appear to be moving correctly and doing things the right way. Um, Anything else? Jimmy Butler appears to be playoff ready. Heat up. Shout out to the Miami Heat. They preparing to shock the world. Yeah. Jimmy Butler said it's a business trip. He not with none of the funnies. It's a business trip. I'm not inviting no family. We here. I'm locked in this bubble. And y'all gonna get all this work. Jimmy Butler say he charging the dub per cup for some coffee. Yep. So, hey, Starbucks do it. You pay them. Like Future say, you pay them high-end places. Full price. Don't ask your brother for no, no discount. That's a fact. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Other than that, it's good to be back. Yeah, man. Dope to be black. I'll tell you that much. Don't let all this don't let all this BS uh, discourage you. You know what I mean? Embrace your blackness. Love your blackness. Love your people. Mm. Spread that love. Protect love yourself our, first and foremost. Love yourself. Protect our queens. Um, and that's pretty much all I got, man. Stay safe. Listen, wear a mask. Um, wash your hands. Hmm. Avoid large crowds. I know it's very tempting. I know it's a long, but um, and if you do get in a little crowd, like I've seen some people doing a crowd thing respectfully and safely, like yep. you know, capping it. I might throw a little something at the crib, you know, eight mm-hmm. people, make sure ain't nobody got nothing. You yeah, know? that's a fact. And yeah, that'll be fun. Be fun to kick it with my peoples. I know I am going to do some drive-bys this week. I'm all so all my homies who are in like driving distance. Even some of y'all is not. As long as you're in the state, like I ain't wilding out like that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't because all I'm doing, like I'm literally just gonna drive by. You're coming to the front door. Whoa, boys want to see. Make That's sure you wild straight. To go out of state on that wave. Yeah, drive all the way out of state just to honk the horn. Then. That's a lot. Nah. Yeah, hey, just to check on everybody because I mean we all. That's noble. Yeah, we all. You know, I'm off. And all of my friends is working from home, so. Yeah. Pull up, honk the horn, and let him see my. Locking for two K, so yeah. That shit dead after that. Nah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm doing it because I know. Uh, once Friday hit, I was not gonna hear from you. Yeah. Like y'all seem like the people that play the game with me have seen right. me, but other than that, like I'm gonna be wild and I'm not shaving my head. Like I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna come out the basement looking crazy off the TK. They be like, um, shops are still open. 
Like, no, that's a bass playing. Nah, and, I, and, the, and the wild shit is, I shaved my own head, so I don't there you even. Go. Oh, you ain't got no excuse. Nah, none, none. Like I was, I did try to ride the wave for a little while. Like, ah, the barbershop's closed, so I'm gonna just, you know, I'm gonna let my hair grow up and be. Oh, okay, go to the barbershop. I was like, nah, that shit ain't worth it. This would be my time to shine. Why everybody running around looking scruffy? Nah, baby, clean. There you go. Got the clean joint, but then my heart's broken. When the homies like, yeah, I just cut all my shit off because. You right, you will look cool. And then when shops open back up, everybody got a forehead of hair and I'm still stuck here. I hate it here. Yeah, you know what? Before I go, Paul Pierce, you're a hater. I, I'm pretty sure this will never out. this will never cross your path. But you 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 looking like a hater. And I and I rock with you the truth. But you he said like LeBron ain't top. Whatever. Sound like lies to me. He been talking crazy, so. But I mean, hey, that's part of like what you gotta do once you once you get on those panels. So, so I'm not gonna kill Paul Pierce had that just said love each other. There so this is a, this is a hate spewed or evil tongue that I use. Mm. Pause just in case. Pause that. Uh, but yeah, Paul, don't stop hating on LeBron. Like he's gonna retire. Y'all probably gonna be on the same panel, you know, sharing war stories one day. Nah, LeBron will probably get his ass fired before he joins. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm keeping it a bean. Uh, hey. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another wonderful episode of this podcast, Kind of Banging. Um, wear a mask, stay safe, wash your hands, protect your family, protect your mental health, uh, protect your hearts, mind, body, spirit, all that fun stuff. Meditate. Do something to make you feel better than what you feel right now. Even if you feel good, double down on that. Like everybody's saying, like, I'm heavy on the... Uh, Heavy on the be safe and all that. Be heavy on the love for yourself. You got anything on the closer? Nope. This is long. Is this a longer episode? Then? Shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Yep. If you're still here, continue to spread the word. Did, 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 did. <laughs> and uh, we have tried to make the next episode not, you know, take so long to drop. But I think we said that last time too, and this one took even longer. Yeah. But again, that was out of our control. Like, yep. Once we started talking at Yovid. No, thank you. There you go. I said, I can't put my dogs at risk. And shout out to the uh, production team. We great link up. We great make a crack. So, um, yeah, that's all I got for you. All right, man. Episode, what is this, 105? 105. Shout 105. out. 105. This, this podcast, podcast kind of banging. banging. Cam out on the practice field.